I have been thinking about writing this book for nearly 30 years. In 1984, I began my own Orwellian journey through the Federal Bureau of Prisons, BOP. The authors in this book will take you to prison, inside and beyond into the segregation units, where prisoners suffer the terror of solitary confinement. Once you open this audiobook, there is no turning back. We are headed over the edge into the abyss. I warned you. Although today I am a professor of criminal justice and criminology, my first introduction to the study of jails and prisoners was as a federal prisoner. Like many convicts, I learned about prisons the hard way. My writing in this book and other publications is both predicated on and prejudiced by this experience. As a federal prisoner, I saw riots, murder, and suicide, and I spent my share of time in the hole. I have seen men cut, beaten to death, take swan dives off of cell block tiers, and end their lives through suicide by gun tower. I have few illusions about the horror of prison. Research Questions Although I am now a tenured professor living a comfortable life, I cannot shake the past. A bad night is when I close my eyes to sleep and drift off into a nightmare. I find myself back on the tier, walking the range, or locked in a cage. I can see the faces and hear the voices of the penitentiary. Even today, many years after I got out of prison, I cannot forget. As a former prisoner, I know long-term imprisonment is a traumatic, life-altering experience for many men and women. Most prisoners suffer significant damage, and some never recover. In general, I hypothesize that the longer people spend in prison, the higher the security level of their confinement, and the more time they spend in solitary confinement, the more likely they will return to prison after release to parole or community supervision. The fact is that the psychological adjustment required to survive doing time in high-security confinement is radical and bizarre. People enter prison as inmates and over time, usually three years or more, depending on the individuals and the conditions they encounter in different prisons, they become full-fledged convicts. Once they become convicts and learn the ways of the penitentiary, they acquire an edge and a hard shell that they may never entirely shed. This book attempts to answer the following questions. Part 1. Why is USP Marion historically significant for the construction and operation of supermax prisons in the United States and other developed nations? What do prisoners write about their own experiences with long-term solitary confinement? Part 2. How did USP Marion contribute to the supermax movement in the United States? What do we know about women and children locked up in solitary confinement cells? What happens to prisoners after many years of solitary confinement? How does solitary confinement affect prisoners that are vulnerable to mental illness? Part 3. What can we learn from international perspectives on the imprisonment of prisoners? Conclusion. Finally, what policy recommendations might we suggest to limit the damage done? Plan for this book. The questions open a conversation that requires more than one author. There are many witnesses. Tens of thousands of prisoners have suffered long-term confinement in harsh conditions. In the introduction, I begin by offering my own argument and observations on the problem under study, and then add the voices and perspectives of convicts and fellow academic scholars. The main body of this volume is divided into three parts. Part 1. Convict Experience with Solitary Confinement includes five chapters written by the most authoritative authors on the subject. 
These authors have endured many years incarcerated in high-security penitentiaries. They write vivid accounts of what they have survived in some of the roughest prisons in the Western world. As some of these authors are still in prison, we should recognize the considerable courage required to share their critical accounts of solitary confinement. Chapter 1. The Politicization of the Whole in Indiana and Missouri was written by John Mark Taylor, an accomplished convict author who has done over thirty years in maximum and medium security. Chapter 2. The Realities of Special Housing Units in the Federal Bureau of Prisons was written by Seth Ferranti while doing time in solitary confinement at a federal correctional institution in New Jersey. Chapter 3. Going to the Hole in California, Cauldron of Solitude, was authored by Eugene Day, a prisoner serving a three-strikes life sentence for drug-related offenses in California.